0: This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today.
1: Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk,
0: And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today.
1: Hey, friends. Hey, quicksters. Welcome. I'm Susie Tomanchuk, along with my co-host, James Caps. as you know. We're just, you call us Susie and James. Hey.
0: That's it. That's right. We're the Wonder Twin Powers.
1: Wonder Twin. Boom. All right. So, James, today, I talked to a um, client of mine. Just got off the phone. Literally, just got off the phone. Literally, you heard me. Just get off the phone. I
0: did. You hung up. I
1: was there. (laughs) You were there. Um, They wanted to to get some advice on how to handle a difficult executive, and what to do. And there's so many things about that. I thought, what a great topic for us to dive into today.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a fun one. And I think by difficult executive, I think the the conversation we were having was, you know, uh, there are people in uh, positions of authority and power. That are sometimes really challenging, and um, it's one thing when it's one of your peers or somebody on your staff. I think that's a different animal, but we're talking about somebody who is maybe you know your boss's boss's boss, or perhaps the leader of a division that you really don't have direct influence over, or a subsidiary, um, maybe even a board member. You know, there's some serious uh, challenges when it comes to that, and perhaps your organizational structure doesn't give you the authority to directly address it. So sometimes it's interesting to discuss ways that you can uh, address that challenge without uh, some of the tools you typically have.
1: Yeah, and it can feel, i it made me think about some of the situations that I've encountered in the past. And it can feel in those moments so paralyzing because you just don't know what to do. And it evokes so much emotion, which really clouds your thinking. So I think this is a really important topic to just be mindful of because in those moments, dealing with somebody that does have influence and if you do the wrong thing, it can cause, you know, some pain along the way.
0: Sure. I mean, these are challenging situations. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, your inability to influence it's, it's, uh, um, demoralizing. Um, it is, uh, you know, causes some, some real anxiety. Um, and you know, we all behave in different ways when it comes to that. Uh, um, but at the end of the day, like uh, most of the challenges, we as leaders run into uh, the best way to address this is to, to have a plan uh, and, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and attack it head on, if you will, um, and address it really the, in, with the tools that you have. So um, I think even if it's super challenging, I think uh, we can offer some tips as to how you can take some, take some proactive uh, uh, steps.
1: That sounds good. Maybe three, maybe three things that we could pull from.
0: I mean, there's so many, but we have some, we said we have a hit parade. Um, you know, I, I, I think the first thing that I think about in a situation like this, and, and I think this comes from just experience when dealing with somebody that's difficult, is you, you really need to, to build uh, a support structure, a support system um, of of people around you to help you deal with that situation. Yeah, It's always so much more um, comfortable when you know, A, you are not alone in this situation that this person is truly challenging. Um, and also gives you insights and perspective as to what, uh, mm-hmm. how to deal with what the situation is. So often mm-hmm. um, with these folks, they will under, get under your skin, they will uh, berate you, they will gaslight you. And so it's suddenly really challenging to be objective. And so having those people mm-hmm. who will either have your back or at least have a second set of eyes is super, super powerful, um, you know. I always like to think that you can defend yourself when you're in the room, but your support system defends you when you're not in the room and having a support system in this kind of scenario goes a long way.
1: Yeah. I love that. And, and the context around that as well, you know, and if you anticipate what the, the toughest questions are going to ask or, um, the, 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 things that might hijack you, as long as you're ready for them, you'll be better. you you'll be more clear headed. When something sure, surprises sure. you, that that causes emotion to cloud your judgment. So I think that's a really good. And sometimes we avoid it. So we don't want to talk to other people, but that's the wrong approach. How can you yep. get somebody yep. else to help you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good I one. think, you know, they, we, we've done several sessions and, and, and episodes about how to create trust, how to create a strong yeah. group. And a lot of that is through vulnerability. And, and this is a perfect opportunity for you to do a couple other things. A address the situation you have with an executive that's challenging, but also build some rapport and 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 um, and uh, camaraderie and, and strength within your team by bringing them into the situation. Uh, so relationship building yeah. never uh, you know never let a good crisis go to waste. And <laughs> This is a great way to build relationships.
1: So good, so good. Never let a crisis go to waste. Great, yep. quotable. All right, what's number two?
0: You know, I think the the second one too is you have to examine the bigger picture. So oftentimes, um, when things are people are 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 super challenging, maybe um, above and uh, beyond the obnoxious, maybe behaving in a way that is really um, uh, incongruent to the way that you would expect them to behave. Maybe it's not you. <laughs> Take a step back. There are times when it's your they're frustrated with your organization. They're frustrated with the this quarter's budget. Um, there's a lot of situations that really may be outside of your control. And so you need to be mature, uh, realize that maybe you are not the center of, of the situation or center of the problem and realize that, yeah. um, there's really nothing you can do. Um, you can be professional, work through it, but realize that there, it may be something that you are not aware of.
1: Yeah zooming out i think about zooming out and being able to look Mm -hmm. at from a different like literally thinking about how do i see this from a different perspective is a good tactic to use yep and then just seeing it from their side yeah that's a really good one i think it goes back
0: to the first topic which or first suggestion is you know check with others does he behave like this person behave like that is she always this frustrated during meetings no just during finance meetings oh okay so maybe it's about finance um you know, understanding the bigger picture gives you more opportunities to be successful, but also maybe take some of the pressure off of you to to single-handedly address the problem.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. It makes me also think when I went to Harvard, the one thing that they said was it, people that considered the interests of the other party for 30 seconds before you walk in have mm. measurably better results. So if you can get yourself in their head even a little bit that that might illustrate to them that you're not just in your seat you're understanding and pivoting a little
0: oh and that's that's such a great piece of advice i'm going to remember that statistic but because i do think that so often we are we are focused on my slides my presentation mm-hmm. yep. my budget my staff my team and and really it takes a tremendous amount of energy to take that 30 seconds and go okay mm-hmm. what is what's the expectation from from their side what is the point of view from their side Um, great piece of advice. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. It can even give you the words to use because you're now reorienting yourself. So you don't even know the nuances that it can, it provide to you the tools. So what's the third?
0: You know, the third one is really, I, I, I'd like to remind people to pick your battles. Um, Hmm. so many of us are people pleasers. So many people, uh, so many leaders are type A where they want to make sure that they are the best. Hmm. If your boss's boss's boss is a jerk and doesn't like your message, maybe that's okay, <laughs> right? There yeah. may not be any value in addressing that situation. Um, odds are pretty good that problem is well outside of your ecosystem. You know, if the president of the, the the Southwest division is a horrible individual, but you only deal with them once in a while, then that's just the way it is. Um, I do find that many people come to me for coaching about uh, an individual relationship, and it'll take a couple sessions to get to the re- to the to the fact that this is just something that's bothering you. It may not be important. <laughs> and yeah. the truth is, is you need to move past it. And we're talking about it because it's got under your skin, but it isn't really affecting your career. It's just affecting your pride. And I think that sometimes yeah. we need to check our six and realize it's more about our ego than really what the longer term strategy should be.
1: Yeah. I remember being in a we. I was with a partner in a consulting firm. He and I were meeting with a guy he didn't know. And, um the guy started like throwing out facts and wanting to um kind of show his knowledge and the partner mm-hmm. i was with went back and forth with this guy and i remember leaving that meeting it was not productive at all and the the partner that i was with was like wow i let my ego get in the way i just exactly. i didn't even exactly. i w- i like he he was kind of saying i didn't even see my like something took over for me <laughs>
0: Right. And I kind wish of, I could have sort of, like uh, turned
1: that off. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we get um, our egos definitely yeah. get
0: in the way and, and whether mm-hmm. it's in, in the moment or even after the fact, uh, you know, there, are, we have plenty of challenges and, and ensuring that you have a great relationship with somebody who is barely tangential to your, to your ecosystem mm-hmm. is probably not worth the energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, And I just want to make one more point too, because when I was thinking about that, that situation, that person was difficult, but he wasn't mean this, we're not just talking about people just being mean. That this can be really subtle. Let's not just think it's somebody that's just you know you notice and you're like that's the mean guy. This right, can be right. really subtle, passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah,
0: there could be very uh, various ways that they can be non-productive. I guess is a good way to, to describe that. Yeah, whether it's being uh, whether they're a bully or whether they're um, mm-hmm. you know silently ignoring you and and uh, deflecting or or disregarding. Mm-hmm. You know that that behavior is is uh, you know if it's non-productive. The question is, how do you address that?
1: Yeah, so good. All right. So, what are the three? Bring us back.
0: So, yep. Yeah, wrapping up. I think the first one is, you know, build a support system around you. Make sure you have some some more eyes in the room to help you see it for what it is, and also to get some uh, some clarity on the situation from a, 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 from others' points of view. Second, help that have, use that support system to get the bigger picture. Examine it from from uh, a different point of view. Look at it from a uh, From their point of view, understand the situation so you can go in with a little objectivity. And then third, you know, pick your battles. Uh, Realize that sometimes your ego is getting in the way and you're trying to resolve a situation or create uh, a better relationship than is necessary. And um, that effort may not be worth it. In fact, it could be detrimental.
1: Awesome. Such great tips to handle difficult senior people. Thank you so much, James. That's good stuff. Hey James, I was
0: wondering
1: if you had a superpower to enhance your leadership skills. What would it be, and why? Oh
0: God, that's a great question. You know, obviously uh, the superpower of choice is always going. You know, if I could fly, I'm not really <laughs> sure how flying is really going to enhance my uh, my leadership skills. Um, I think uh, I think ultimately, if I had a superpower, that would help my leadership skills and help my uh, team and my company do better, it would for me to be like the best possible communicator. So Mm -hmm. I would be able to 100% be heard and people to 100% hear what was being said. So if I had a way to like massively... Perfect communication, I think I think that would be oh. that's not you don't see that on Marvel. There's not a lot of DC comics no. with the, the El Communicator <laughs> as, as the as the uh choo choo <laughs> um, that would be my super
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the mind of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind.
0: You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. Our links to the show are in the show notes. We appreciate you.